Well, hello and welcome to the Informed Traveler podcast, a weekly travel podcast show where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. I'm your host, Randy Sharman. As you may know, I like a lot of things about the travel industry, obviously, but one of the biggest dislikes that I have is the increasing number of hotels and resorts that charge a resort fee. It irks me to no end. And Las Vegas, I love Las Vegas, is one of the places that's notorious for them. But there are a few hotels that still buck the trend, and one of them is the Four Queens Hotel and Casino that's located on Fremont Street. So in a few moments, we're going to chat with the general manager of the Four Queens. And one thing I have yet to do but is very high on my bucket list is take a river cruise through Europe. So later on, we'll get some insight on taking a river cruise along the Danube with the cruise guru himself, David Yeskel. But to start things off... We're joined now by one of our regular guests, Jim Broadhead from Pipestone Travel Store, who likes to pop by once in a while to tell us about some of the cool travel gadgets that are out there. And Jim joins us now. Hi, Jim. Good morning, Randy. So what kind of uh, cool travel gadgets do you have uh, to share with us this time around? Well, there's one in particular that uh, I've been using for a number of years and really like. It's usually gaining a bit more popularity. It's called the Ween Minimate Air Purifier. Okay. And it's uh, basically it's a personal air purifier that you wear around your neck. And uh, it's, it's quite small. It's only about two and a half inches by one and a half inches by maybe three quarters of an inch thick. It weighs an ounce and a half and uh, just goes around your neck on a little nylon uh, cotton little band. And it's got a little switch on the side that you slide up and down that turns it on and off. And it's battery operated. And basically the premise is, is that air from the outside environment is drawn into this unit. It's purified. And then it uh, <clears throat> puts out uh, a, a basically a an ionic, uh, ionized air off the top of it. So in essence, what it does, it gives you your own personal little purified airspace. So it shoots it out in a conical fashion. So it, you can feel it under the bottom side of your chin, but also you can breathe in that f- fresh air so you don't have uh, any contaminants uh, really? when, you're, when you're traveling on confined public spaces. Yeah. So when you said air purifier, I'm thinking you set it on a table in a room that you're in, but this yeah. isn't the case. It's just goes wherever you go. You betcha. Yeah, wear it around your neck and uh, makes you look like somebody important because you've always got a tag around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're like a security person or yeah. something like that. <laughs> who would want to have one of these? Who would need one of these, I guess? Well, anybody who's got a compromised immune system or somebody who's um, going into environments, like say if you're going to a hospital or if you're going into uh, a, a clinic or a doctor's office, things like that, where there's typically there's a lot of airborne uh, germs and, and irritants mm-hmm. that people want to make sure they're not getting ill because they might have, you know, big trips coming up or they have to be at certain places, certain times they can't afford to be getting ill. Uh, anybody who who uh, wants to just take care of their own health and not be sort of susceptible to all the things that are flying around. So um, it, it, the nice thing about it, you know, it really does eliminate all the airborne pollutants, you know, allergies, uh, viruses. Um, people, especially when it's pollen season, uh-huh. you get a lot of people that are really have uh, allergies to that, so it really yes. helps with that. Uh, people who have asthma, surprisingly, it really helps them a lot as well because it, it takes away a lot of the dust particulate that is, that's, in the, that's in the air. Huh. And um, anybody who's ever around smoky environments, like sometimes when there's you know, forest fires and things like that, you get oh, yeah. constant air. So it, it basically gives you that pure, purified air to coming up uh, in your... And you can take it on an airplane, like the security yeah. people will allow you to do that and 
yep. doesn't look like some strange device or something yeah. like that. Well, basically, that. when you take it out, I always take mine off, and I put it in the little gray bin that goes through. And uh-huh. now it does have a lithium battery, but uh-huh. uh, there's a lot of misconception about the lithium battery allowances to take onto an air, airplane. Mm-hmm. So a lithium battery, you can take it onto the aircraft if it's installed in the device. And then if you have any spares that you want to take, because these do come, uh, you, there's an option to have a uh, rechargeable um, battery with it as well. Uh-huh. Now, as long as the batteries themselves, uh, the lithium content in the battery is less than two grams per battery, you can take extras on the plane. And I always thought the lithium batteries were more a hazard in the uh, checked luggage rather than your carry-on. <laughs> they are. So uh, on the checked baggage, you can take no more than eight grams. So you can't have more than four two-gram batteries. Hmm. Yeah. So and that should that, last you, uh, I would think. These are rechargeable batteries, right? Yeah. So yeah. you'll get forty to fifty hours out of one battery. That's a lot of breathing. That's a lot of breathing. <laughs> yeah. The other thing that these are really good for are people who um, have pet allergies, like pet dander and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know my son when he comes over to our place, and of course we have the two, the two dogs running around. He's always has a hard time with the breathing, so we just pop one of those on him, and he's fine. Really? Yeah, so it worked Amazing. out really well. So there's, you know, whether it's in aircraft or cruise ships, movie theaters, you know, bars, restaurants, anything like that with any sort of airborne problem, high traffic areas, it's really good for uh, purifying your own. Well, you air. could probably pick a million spots around the world. That... <laughs> <laughs> you could, you know, and everybody has a little bit of a different thing that sets them off, right? So, I mean, they say, but yeah, I don't do well in that environment or this environment. So uh, there's a lot of people, I mean, they come in all the time and say, oh, I've used this here and used that there. And I go, hey, I never thought of that. Well, isn't that the coolest thing now, you know, people that might be a little leery about traveling because of, you know, air quality or something like mm-hmm. that, or flying on an airplane, this solves the problem, doesn't it? It certainly does, yeah. And it's very it's very portable and very very small, so it's really, I mean, you can pop it into a, a you know, your purse or day bag or whatever when you're done uh, uh, on the aircraft or in those spaces that you're a little bit leery of, and, uh, you know, you don't even really know you're carrying hauling around. And you can find them in your store, and you can, uh, do the, can you order them online on your website? Uh, we, they're not on our website just yet. Okay. But they are available in the stores. Awesome. Uh, Pipestone Travel Store, Jim Broadhead, the website uh, is pipestonetravelstore.com. Always, uh, always a pleasure chatting with you, Jim. Thank you. Thanks, Randy. Now, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, one of my biggest pet peeves of the travel industry is the increasing number of hotels and resorts that charge a resort fee. And Las Vegas, yes, I love Las Vegas, but Las Vegas is one place that's notorious for them. But there are a few hotels that still buck the trend, and one of them is the Four Queens Hotel and Casino located on Fremont Street. So, joining us now to tell us more about the Four Queens is Tim Lager. Their website, by the way, is fourqueens.com. Hi, Tim. How are we doing today, Randy? We are doing fine. I kind of wish I was in Las Vegas. Uh, Most of the, the, I can say every time I've been to Las Vegas, I've never had the opportunity of staying on Fremont Street, but I have uh, visited Fremont Street. It's a cool area of Las Vegas, which is where the Four Queens is located, by the way, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, we're downtown Las Vegas, so it's original, the original strip, as we call it. Um, you know, we have five city blocks that are covered with a canopy that's called the Viva Vision uh, Light Show. So it, it's it's really nice. It's a pedestrian mall. It ties all of the, the casinos downtown together so you can walk freely back and forth without having to deal with traffic. Um, and it's really great. We have uh, three different stages 
over the five blocks that we provide free entertainment for every night. Um, so it's definitely a, a fun place to be. Mm-hmm. Well, am I correct in saying, too, that they've done a lot of work with Fremont Street as far as, uh, like you say, entertainment and, and more, um, I don't know, modern things to do? Absolutely. Um, actually, right now, we've just resurfaced our mall. Um, and a lot of the properties the last few years have been doing a lot of upgrades and remodeling. Like I said, these are the original properties. Uh, Fort Queens was originally built in 1966, uh, so we're 52 years old. Uh, but uh, with with our, our um, entertainment that we've been doing, we've upgraded all of our stages over the last few years. And we have, it's called Flotzilla. It's a, a zip line. It is the uh, the busiest zip line in the world. And it goes straight through our pedestrian mall. So we have two rides. One's a zip and one's a zoom. Uh, um, a zip line goes halfway through, about two and a half blocks through, and you sit. Basically, you're sitting in a chair type thing. And then we have the zoom line, which is like Superman. So you're prone, <laughs> and you fly all the way down. You start at 122 feet above ground, and you come out of a, a large slot machine. So the face of the slot machine opens up, and you come flying down through the light show. <laughs> Um, it is it's spectacular. It's I just could only really, imagine. Really <laughs> I could only imagine. Well, you mentioned that the Four Queens opened in 1966, so you got a lot of history there. Give me uh, just an overview of the Four Queens now. Yeah. Um, well, we we have um, we have 700 rooms. Um, the original tower was built in 1966. Uh, there's 300 rooms there, and then there's an additional tower that was built in 1977 with another 400 rooms. Uh, over the last few years, we've been doing renovations, so. The South Tower, the 400 rooms, those have all been remodeled over the last few years. And right now we're currently doing some remodeling in our original tower. We're doing all the new um, hallways. We're remodeling all that. We're upgrading our heating and air conditioning systems. And next year we'll be going in and doing more renovations in the rooms themselves. Um, so it's, it's property that's been around. Uh, we're very proud of it. Um, like I said, we need a little more, a few more renovations to it to, to be all brand new. Um, but we're definitely putting money in every year to to get it up to speed. Mm -hmm. Just like every hotel has to do over time, I'd imagine, right? Absolutely. It's a never-ending battle, and and it's something you got to keep doing because it's such high volume, and you're constantly uh, changing things and the wear and tear on a daily basis. So um, luckily the economy's turned here positive for us the last couple years, so it's allowed us uh, to infuse more money into the property. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, Las Vegas, I was just reading the number of of people that have come to visit in Las Vegas uh, in the last six months. Uh, It's been very good, so Vegas has been very busy. It's been great. Actually, the uh, it's called LVCVA. That's our Las Vegas Convention Authority that basically promotes us throughout the world. And uh, they came out from 2017. They showed that 22 million people visited Fremont Street Experience. Uh, that's up over the last few years. Normally, we've been anywhere from 16 to 20 million. So uh, it's a real strong positive that that many people have visited Fremont Street Experience. Uh, give me an idea of some of the amenities that uh, is offered at the Four Queens and your relationship with, is it Binion's that you have a relationship with too? Yes. Um, uh, Terry Cottle, our owner of our properties, he purchased, actually the funny thing is yesterday was, um, August 1st was his uh, 15th anniversary from the time he purchased Four Queens. And uh, eight years ago, um, in 2008, he purchased Binion's. Um, so we have a sister property that's catty corner from us. Um, so that's real positive. The amenities, um, right now what we have is uh, with our property, we have um, 
free coffee in all of our rooms, which is kind of unusual nowadays. A lot of people have taken that, that away. We have free parking when you join our Players Club, so you don't pay for that. And a lot of the properties, if you watch anything about Las Vegas, they're charging a lot of money, especially on this <laughs> <Yes>. trip. Um, <laughs> well, we have also in our South Tower, so those 400 rooms all have free refrigerators that we do not charge any fees for. We've just upgraded our Wi-Fi, so we have brand new Wi-Fi. It just was installed last few weeks, so that's free as well. So, and with our sister property, uh, Binions, we actually have a rooftop pool on the mm-hmm. 24th floor. So we offer that as amenity. So uh, we offer several things um, that a lot of other properties uh, charge for. The one big thing that caught my eye that you offer is a no resort fee, which I love. So <laughs> tell me tell me why you're doing that and not joining the club. Well, I'll tell you, our owner, Terry Cottle, he's old school. Uh, he's, he's been in the industry for many, many years. And and his feeling is, is, you know, um, <clears throat> it's just another add-on fee that that he doesn't feel is appropriate at this time. Um, you know, it, you have to have. He's he basically says, hey, we're a hotel casino, we're not a resort. Um, so, you know, uh, we do have some amenities, but uh, it seems that people are are kind of pushing the limit a little bit and and, and asking for a lot of extra money. So he he's a value-oriented person. He feels he wants his people to come in and have a good time. And, and hopefully they'll enjoy our, our restaurants and our casino floor and um, and not worry about extra fees on top of that. I love it. Uh, tell me about some of the food options at uh, the Four Queens. I hear they've got a pretty good uh, steakhouse there. Our gourmet room, yes, is Hugo's Cellar, and it's very famous. It's been there well over 30 years, and it, it's just one of the, the premier places in town. Uh, people come, and a good thing is we have such repeat clientele. Uh, it's it's actually in our, our our second floor. It's underneath. It's it goes. You step down into it. Um, it kind of takes you back in time to the old school uh, kind of Rat Pack type days. Um, you come in. The ladies are all presented with a rose when they come in. We have great tableside salad service, um, and it just has that old feel of Vegas that you just don't find a lot of places anymore. Um, and uh, like I said, we're very proud of that, and uh, we have a, definitely a great following. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, is it your uh, lounge or your, one of your areas opens right on to uh, Fremont Street? Yes, we have our patio bar uh, that's located on 3rd Street, so it's right next to the 3rd Street stage. So we have entertainment every night. We have a 50-seat patio uh, with a bar right on the street, um, and we have a little, a little taco stand. It's called Juana Taco that's right there, so you can have food and beverage right there on the street and enjoy the entertainment. It's all free. Um, and you really get to, I think the biggest thing is people watching. <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> Took the words and, right out of my mouth. I was just going to yeah. say that. Some of the best entertainment is just people watching. <laughs> it is. It is. And the way we've structured it is our, our food and beverage guys have built it where there's drink rails around the outside of the patio and all the seats are facing outward. So you can sit and enjoy, uh, taking in the, the sights uh, and sounds of Las Vegas. Every uh, hotel uh, has uh, their own sort of entertainment. What, uh, what entertainment do you offer at the uh, Four Queens? Well, you know, our entertainment really on the street is more focused on the street. Uh, so we don't have any live bands or anything like that. We do have uh, in our showroom, um, we have Mike Hammer, who's uh, mm-hmm. uh, basically a comedian kind of magician type thing. We have an Elvis show, uh, the Steve Conley show, that runs uh, their dark on, on Sundays and Mondays. So that's the kind of entertainment we have in the showroom itself. Um, and then we have other amenities. We have a we own a, a microbrewery here in town called Chicago Brewing Company up in the Summerlin area, which is uh, several miles away from us. But we have a, we call it a tap house. So we have a Chicago Brew Pub 
that's in on the second floor uh, area overlooking the casino floor that we serve all of our beers that are handcrafted. Uh, we've done very well with those. We've uh, won, I believe, over 20 awards with the Great American Brewing Festival and the World Beer Cup. So we, we're real proud of that, and uh, it, it offers another little thing where you can, if you're not interested in gambling and you want to take a break from it, you can go up there. It's, a, like I said, a, a bar, a brewery, cigar lounge. You can kind of get out of the thing and take a deep breath and, and relax, watch some sports, and, and when you're ready to go back and do some gambling, you can go down on the casino floor. Perfect. The Four Queens Hotel and Casino in Fremont Street. Uh, the website, fourqueens.com. No resort fee. I love that. And Tim Lager is the uh, general manager of the Four Queens. Uh, appreciate your time, Tim. Uh, thank you again. Thank you very much, Randy. We really appreciate you uh, recognizing us. Well, I still think one of the best values and one of the best ways to see Europe would be to take a river cruise. You get to see a lot of places, and you only have to unpack once. Well, David Yeskel is known as the cruise guru, and he recently got back from taking Amma Waterway's Melody of the Danube cruise. And David is here now to tell us about it. Hi, David. Hi, Randy. Uh, So now let's talk about your latest cruise with uh, Amma Waterways along the Danube, which I think is probably one of the more popular cruises uh, with any company, I would would guess, right? It is. It is, absolutely. So, uh, you know, I've been a blue water ocean cruise guy for a long time, Randy. Mm, uh, Me too. uh, And that's uh, partially because um, river cruises up until recently hadn't really reached the quality level that ocean cruises are at. But that's changed now. And uh, one of the companies that's brought up the standards is AMA Waterways. So they're, you know, consist- their ships are consistently rated very high in a lot of categories, a lot of awards. Um, and the Danube is the perfect starter cruise for people who haven't taken a river cruise before. It, you visit four countries in seven days, which is really nice. Hungary, Slovakia, Austria, and Germany. And in that direction or the reverse direction, depending on which side you start on, of mm-hmm. course, and uh, Amma's ships are just very comfortable, stylish. We had this very large, luxurious cabin. Uh, they had this cool concept called dual balconies in each cabin, in each of their balcony cabins. So you have one step-out balcony with two chairs and a small table and one French balcony right next to it. So um, this is their proprietary design. Uh, it's very nice. I mean, the cabin was about 225 square feet, so pretty big. Uh, spacious marble bathroom, free Wi-Fi, uh, really stylish, had a very luxurious feel. And their ships are small, as are most all the river ships. So typically about 150 passengers. And the benefit is that you're docking right in the center of these cities. Mm-hmm. So you walk off the ship, you're right in the middle of the action. You know, the, the, the cities, of course, built up along the river for mm. hundreds of years, even millennia. And so um, you're in the center of all these cities. So there's no shuttles from the port, you know, to, to the city center like you have in, yes. uh, <laughs> in, uh, in, when you're ocean cruising. Or tendering and, or anything like that. Or tendering, right. None of that. You step off the ship and in almost every port, you're right in the middle of the city and you, it's go. You, you start going. So it, it's a great concept. And this is why I think, you know, river cruising is really exploding in popularity. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's really the fastest growing segment of the travel industry right now. 
Well, a couple of things that caught my ear. One, you said free Wi-Fi, <laughs> right. which is free amazing. Unlimited Wi-Fi. Yes, which is amazing compared to yeah. the ocean cruising. And exactly. also, uh, I, if I correct me if I'm wrong, but all cabins have a balcony or at least are an outside cabin, right? Um, that's correct. That's correct. All have a balcony or at least an outside cabin, and that is on AMA waterways. And also, they're one of the only lines that include free unlimited Wi-Fi for multiple devices. So I was with my wife and my daughter. Uh, we had, <laughs> each, each had our devices connected. So that was nice not to have to worry about your minutes going over or your, uh, you know, not to worry about the bandwidth, certainly. Well, it can be very expensive on an ocean cruise. And again, I don't want to make this into a comparison of ocean cruises versus river cruises, but it can be very expensive using Wi-Fi yep. in the middle of the ocean. So It can yeah. be. It can <laughs> be, certainly. And um, so, you know, I was saying once you get off the ship, um, the, the line does a great guide of contracting with with excellent local tour guides. So in every port, the tour guides meet the ship. Um, you get often small groups, always, almost always under 15, so really small groups. As a matter of fact, on one tour, we it was just our family and the tour guide. Nice. Um, AMA includes most tours in the, in the cruise fare, so there's no extra charge. The tour guides all spoke great English. Uh, they were funny. They provide this nuanced commentary, so you're getting history, culture, and some local flavor. And um, another nice option that AMA Waterways had that we really liked is you can join either the gentle, regular, or active walking groups. You choose. So you choose the group that's going to move at the speed you want to move at. Um, and you don't have to do that until you're ready to get off the ship. So it's a decision you can make right away, depending Very on good. how you're feeling that morning. Yeah. yeah. And we even, they even had a late risers tour <laughs> at a couple of ports. <laughs> that was very nice. So instead of 9 a.m., um, you start at 10 a.m. and you just join one of the tours in progress. That's perfect. Um, yeah, it, it was perfect. And, and the... Uh, they give you these state-of-the-art uh, Quiet Fox uh, listening devices, so you can hear the guide even though you may not be right near them. So it allows you a little more freedom when you're mm -hmm. on these tours. You know, you can venture away a little bit from the group. You can still catch up, but you can hear the guide's commentary um, the whole way. Now, you mentioned you went with your wife and your daughter. I, I, river cruising, to me, I've always had the image that it's not really designed for families. Have they uh, catered to families a little bit more now? Yeah, so um, AMA Waterways is really kind of pioneering this nascent market in family river cruising. Um, they've realized that people want to travel with their kids now, mm -hmm. and grandparents want to travel with their grandchildren. So it's a, kind of a different world in, in travel in general. This is, this is kind of happening. But AMA Waterways is really the first cruise line that is catering to families. So what they've done is they're on their newer ships, they have cabins and suites that accommodate triples and quads, um, bigger, you know, and, and so my daughter slept in a fold-out bed that was very comfortable. There was plenty of room in the cabin, and typically it's meant for kids between, say, 8 to 14 years old. Yeah. That's the target demographic. Younger than that, they're a little too small for it, mm. but um, at that age, they can start to appreciate some of the culture and the history, you know, and, oh, and yeah. the morning Right, and the morning tours are short, so they're perfect for short attention spans, you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, you can come back to the ship for lunch and, you know, and then explore independently in the afternoon. And, you know, we had um, also they, they include these guided hikes. So we took some of these hikes up to these beautiful storybook castles, you know, that fairy tale. Oh, yeah. And, 
and they kind of make history come alive. And, and I, you know, I, I kind of call it easy to digest history for kids. No kidding. It's uh, right in this castle, and it looks like some fairy tale you may have read. And 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 it's the history and the culture are provided in the small doses that are also appropriate for kids. So, so uh, I think they've got a great thing going on Ama Waterways, and some of the other lines are now starting to copy that. But uh, people are traveling more with their children and, and, and multi-generational families. We mm. had several on this cruise of three generations traveling together. Nice. Uh, we only have a couple minutes, but so let's touch on uh, the countries you did uh, visit, Hungary, Slovakia, Austria, and Germany. I think yeah. those would be fantastic. Give me some of the highlights of those. They were great. So just walking around in, in Budapest uh, w- was amazing. Uh, great city. And, you know, we were most impressed by Vienna. Just gorgeous. Um, you know, all the 16th, 17th century architecture, perfectly restored. It was clean. It was friendly. Great food. Great pastries, of course. Um, and in Germany, we had this little mini Oktoberfest they put on for us. And so they uh, they do. It's it's a great destination immersion. You're really immersed not only off the ship, but on board. They prepare these culinary specialties in each region: goulash in Hungary, Wiener Schnitzel in Austria, pig's knuckles with sauerkraut in Germany. Served it to us on board. So, and they pour local wines with lunch and dinner that are complimentary, also from that region. So you have this complete destination immersion on and off the ship. It's really a great way to see Central Europe and especially, you know, on the Danube. Oh, I would think so, yeah. Now, what about some of the other passengers? I think one of the fun things about uh, any kind of a cruise is meeting other people. Was there some stories that stood out for you? Yeah, just very convivial, you know, on board. Um, it's a small group, so like I said, about 150 passengers. So it's, it's easy to meet people. And the meals are pretty much open seating. So you find somebody you want to eat with one meal, you can just sit with them. There are no assigned seating. You don't have to worry about getting to your table, uh, you know, uh, to meet your table mates. You can, you can come in, you know, say dinner from 7, 7.30, maybe 8 o'clock, sit with who you want to sit with. So we met some very nice people, um, mostly Americans on Ama Waterways. That's prim- their primary market, mm-hmm. um, Americans and Canadians, and, um, and a few people from other countries. But uh, all, the language on board is English. The common language is English. Um, the crew is all European, but uh, they all speak English, of course. So, yeah, it's a, very, it's a great atmosphere to be social in, uh, on, in and on board and off the ship. Very nice. It sounds like he had a fantastic uh, trip. He is the cruise guru, and David Yeskel, his website is cruisetravel.guru. Always a pleasure to chat, David. Thank you very much. Thanks, Randy. Same here. And that's this week's Informed Traveler podcast. I want to thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, take a minute and rate the show, leave us a review, tell a friend about the podcast. And if you want to drop me a line, my email address is randy at theinformedtraveler.ca. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler, or you can follow me on Twitter at informedtraveler.com.